Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've since I bought this a year ago, I've only charged his mouth three times. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slate. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, Marvel throws an entire moon at us with the D3, <laughs> D23 announcements. Yes, it did, man. Smacks us right in the face. Also, since it's D23, Disney shows us their plan for the next few years, and that mm-hmm. covers several franchises. Yes, yes. San Diego Comic Con's next week. That's cool. Well. So excited! Where, what is this? What, where are we? More <laughs> like I, I, this is like some sort of Bermuda Triangle of, of information thrown. Yeah, at us. this is really intense. So I knew D twenty three was coming up. It wasn't totally on our radar, for one because I wasn't going to it. I'm going to Comic Con, so my whole mind is set to Comic Con mode right now. So D twenty three comes around, and I'm not really a hundred percent sure like what the schedule is like, where it is. I think maybe it's down in Orlando. Um, I think it, I think, like, it mo- I think it moves. I honestly think it might be in California yeah. this year. Well, well, the pictures I saw, I saw palm trees, and I was, like, analyzing the palm trees. I was like, are those Florida palm trees or L.A. palm trees? I don't know. Uh, but I thought they can. I thought D23 was, like, a Wednesday-Thursday thing, but apparently it's, like, a, a weekend-long thing. It's almost kind of, like, organized, like, Comic-Con a little bit. So, and apparently, like, tons of news was, like, dropping Saturday when I was, like, out doing things. And I was like, wait, what is this? Uh, we're getting pictures of, like, Thanos, and, like, you're sending me stuff with with uh, mysterious figures hiding under, like, black cloths. I'm just like, when you first sent me those photos, I thought you were showing me, like, the floor for Comic-Con getting set up. It's like, no, this is D23. They're showing up hard this week. Like, you thought you were ready. So, this is, this is really crazy. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this week, and it's just going to get even crazier next week. So... These next two weeks, uh, there's going to be a lot of information that might fall through the cracks, which is going to be a shameless plug for a podcast you're already listening to, Superhero Slate. That's kind of like why we do this show. So, like, you don't have to, like, hunt all this stuff down every week. Um that, I mean, that's kind of why I do this show, because, Chris, you're the one that always ends up finding all this stuff and sending it my way. So, <laughs> Well, it's funny. I mean, you, you mentioned that, but, I mean, I sent you a picture of, like, five years ago uh, before we even thought about starting a show. Mike is sending me messages. Chris, where's the Comic-Con footage? Where can I get the Comic-Con footage? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like the Facebook, like, remember what happened five years ago today or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, uh, I'm like I, I don't know. I'll find it. Because it was Age of Ultron and Ant-Man year. And, oh. <laughs> and like, the, the, the audio leaked, but not the video. Uh, uh-huh. and, and sadly, you know, we don't have anything to 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 talk about, to just show you, sadly, um, footage-wise this week. But, I mean... We definitely have a ton to talk about. Like it's just, oh, yeah. it's gonna be huge, a huge, very as as Marshall listener to the show was a lit podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, and the great thing is it's 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 a podcast. This is uh, audio for your ears. So even if there was footage, you'd you'd have to go out and click a link anyway. So it's just gonna be all audio from here on out, right into yeah. your ears. Um, unless unless you're you're listening to us on YouTube, and then then it's there. I, That's I true. The, the image is in. There might be some helpful things popping up there, but whew, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be dense because I feel like there's some things from D23 that I missed. I totally forgot that Squirrel Girl happened earlier this week, so things have been flying yeah, fast, man. It's definitely. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's so much. Like, I mean, originally I titled the show something to do with Squirrel Girl and New Warriors, and I was like, okay, that's cool, but I mean, it it's 
it's just kind of blown up. Like, I mean, D twenty three hit me just as hard as it hit you, I think. <laughs> and, and as I as I sit here, I'm kind of looking up to um, just kind of confirm here. We we did get earlier in the week the Squirrel Girl New Warriors casting announcements, mm-hmm. and I think you actually I saw you post this on our Instagram, which is a good place to follow us if you want up to the date. Uh, up to minute news releases about because um, I didn't even know. I think I was I was at work uh, working the house and you just kind of put it yeah. up there and I saw all these comments going on here. Yeah, every every one crazy. Every once in a, in a while, the uh, uh, the timeline works out where like I'm looking at Twitter at the right time when news is starting to break and I can kind of just uh, jump on it. But yeah, I guess we're rolling on right in here in the news. Here uh, we got uh, our new uh, Squirrel Girl. Yes, so Squirrel Girl has been cast as the actress Milana Vantrub, I believe. Um, and you'd be like, who, who is this? Who is this actress? Well, you may know her. I believe it is the AT&T commercials. She is the, the helpful associate in, in some of the newer commercials. Yeah, I think that's what she's most known for, I think, maybe with a, uh, an audience out there. Because, you know, tons of people see those commercials. Uh, but I think she's also in like an NBC TV show, This Is Us, I believe. I haven't seen it, but it's kind of like one of those heart tug drama mm-hmm. TV shows, I believe. So she's definitely getting work out there. So you don't have to be like too worried that like, oh, our new Squirrel Girl is only acted in commercials. I think she's actually been on a legit TV show. I don't really know much about her. I mean, obviously, just what my she heart looks of, like. In my heart of hearts, I was rooting for Anna Kendrick. I knew that probably wasn't going to happen. Like, if she's going to be in the Marvel universe, she's probably going to be like on the big screen. She's a she's a, she's a movie actor. I don't think she's going to go to TV anytime soon. And if she is, it's not going to be uh, Disney freeform <laughs> to say. But um, she looks like she could be a squirrel girl. I mean, there's I feel like there's not a big uh, role to fill there when it comes to looks. I mean, just a a, a woman with brown hair kind of <laughs> matches the role. So mm-hmm. um, I mean, she she's I watched a couple AT and T commercials. Uh, to kind of get a vibe, she seems like she's uh, can Quir- kind of fit that kind of quirky attitude. Yeah, I, quirky is. I mean, she she looks like she could be an awkward, like mid to late teenager. Like, yeah, I got squirrel powers and I'm weird in social mm-hmm. situations. Like, I think that's gonna definitely be be up there with her. So, I, I think yeah. I think just by looks alone, it's great. So, I think she could probably pull it off. Yeah, I mean, especially after that Cloak and Dagger casting announcement when I was like, who are these kids? I don't understand what's going on here. Am I too old to know who these uh, two actors are? I didn't really have high hopes for recognizing anybody in the new Warriors cast, and it, it's very true. I looked at the casting announcement, and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are, and I think some of them are pretty uh, not well-known, so, uh, I, you know, that's kind of what happens with a brand-new TV show, you know. Uh, these people are hopefully starting their careers, and maybe they'll be launched into stardom. Because yeah, hopefully the sh- hopefully the show's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to um, definitely cast a, a lot of uh, expensive people very early on. Um, but I think the next one is probably another big thing here to, to walk away with is Derek Thieler as Mr. Immortal. And Mike, do you know Derek Thieler? I do not know Derek Thieler. Yeah, good. So he's on the TV <laughs> show Baby Daddy. I think it's a, another freeform show. Baby Daddy is that an air? That sounds it sounds like an. NBC or ABC or CBS show that got like canceled. Two it, years it's ago. ABC Family that that's now Freeform. So Freeform. Okay. So it's definitely he, he's he's not moving networks. They love him there. Um, mm. But he was also cast as uh, Exo Man of War in the Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe TV like web series. Oh yeah, we talked about that not long ago. Yeah. So if you go back a couple of things ago, he's he's the guy holding the big electric sword. It looks like. So uh, okay. He is becoming no stranger to. Uh, 
comic book properties, uh, lesser known comic book properties, brought to brought to television products. So um, I think I think that's that's okay with me. I don't care. I mean, if they they have faith in them, sure. Um, Jeremy Tardy as Night Thrasher. Don't know who that is. Callum Worthy as Speedball. Now that name sounded a little little more familiar to me. I, I don't know where to where to where to pick him from. I'm just, I'm gonna do a quick Google do do a Google on him here. Um, <laughs> nothing shows up. Known for his role as Dez on the Disney Channel series Austin and Alley. So nope. Yeah, but, I think I don't think we're gonna have a lot of familiar faces out of this cast. We're not. Um, Howard Speedball, the character though, might be a little more familiar in the the original comic Civil War from two thousand five. Um, he is one of the the surviving characters of these new warriors that, that exploded at, at a school in Stanford mm-hmm. and caused the whole Civil War thing to kick off. Um, Matthew Moy as Microbe. I I don't even know these people. And Kate Cor- Comer as Debris. So. There we go. That's our new Warriors cast. Honestly, <laughs> there, there, I, there you go. I thought that was really exciting news on Monday. Um, <laughs> here we are on Sunday. Not as exciting news. Uh, so, um, great new Warriors moving right along. It was ordered a series in April. It will be on Freeform. I don't know if it'll be this fall yet or maybe next spring, um, but I, I, that's okay with me. Uh, that works out. So, any, anything else you want to add to the new Warriors? Uh, not much. Uh, the unfortunate side effect of kind of casting slightly younger to match the younger look is you're usually not going to know these people. So mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> yeah, except for Squirrel Girl. Everybody knows Squirrel Girl now, so yeah. we got that going for us. <laughs> a big announcement, I think, for me at least this week, is the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 home release. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we talked about last week um, being a 4K release. The first of from Disney and Marvel ever, and they showed us the first Steelbook, uh, Mike, and I, and I got to just show this off because I like the Steelbook look. Ah, you people and your Steelbooks. <laughs> I do. I don't even. I, it doesn't even like. I don't even know if it's really made out of steel. It could be aluminum for all I know. No, to 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 the to the unknowing listeners out there, the Steelbook is just like a fancy Blu-ray case, is what it is. And yeah, I think it's probably made from some sort of. Technically, it's metal, but I don't. It's not gonna stop any sort of like bullet or knife attack if you're trying yeah. to like hopefully save your life by carrying the steel book like in your coat pocket. So, well, I mean, you, you never know. You never know. <laughs> but I don't know. I, but either way, so that that's out. But the the regular um, home release actually has a very interesting piece of text on the bottom here. Okay. It says the cinematic universe edition. Oh, now, wonder what that means. I've never seen that before. However, we all know Marvel has a cinematic universe. So there's only like 15 movies in it, 16 movies in it now. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I don't know if this is a jab at DC for having their special versions they change from the theatrical versions that kind of change the whole movies or, or what. But I, I definitely thought that was worth noticing on the bottom. Maybe going forward they might say cinematic universe edition. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this is just another way of saying like extended edition. Um, but the thing is sometimes extended editions are just like, let's just move some of the deleted scenes that we have in the deleted scene sections. We'll just drag them over into the timeline of the normal movie and then we'll just talk the extended version, well, which is usually what it ends up being. Well, I, 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 I would <laughs> normally probably say yeah, that could be it, but like the, 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 there are deleted scenes. There are, they have the same features from this and, and the other movies. So like they don't mm-hmm. say special edition. They just regular description, regular movie. You know, you know, award-winning whatever it is. So, I don't know. I don't know if this is something we're going to see going forward to help maybe help people who aren't as savvy as us figure out where these movies are. Yeah, and, maybe and there'll be in. some sort of like interactive like 
timeline or something like that. I don't I don't know, but uh, well, maybe like oh, is this is this the movie that fits in all the other Marvel movies? Yeah, it's a cinematic one. Great, let's let's go okay. with that. So, well, I'm just I'm just excited that you get to kind of really put your 4K TV to the test when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you're gonna have to let me know how that looks on your nice TV. So excited, and of those two, I did buy the Steelbook. So boom, <laughs> of course, roasted. Of course, I did. I had to. I had the first Guardians on Steelbook because it looks like the um, tape player. So I thought that was really fun. Uh, but another thing that kind of came on our radio this week is Black Panther. Now, mind you, there are some Black Panther stuff from D23 later on, but this is from um, a EW's Comic-Con books. We have a, a photo gallery here um, mm-hmm. and some kind of new details. And as this page loads here, we can kind of talk about some of these characters uh, that, that kind of pop up here. Um, I think, uh, honestly, these are some beautiful photos to me. I, I yeah. really like what entertainment's done uh, with with the cast here and these these setups. So, uh, what, yeah, what well, did you get when you saw Mike? Wakanda just looks really awesome in general. I feel like the way that the uh, costume designers have kind of put together all of the cast, you could almost put them in any environment. Like, you know, go put them outside by the porta potties on the production set, and they're going to look like really awesome because they're just like have this coolest look to them. Uh, there's even a photo of Entertainment Weekly that I saw up of where um, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, it looks like he has like some sort of like uh, texture to his skin. I don't know if it's like raised skin or what's going on there, but it looks like there's some sort of like ornate like uh, braille pattern going over him, which looks really amazing, looks really cool. So they're even giving these characters like distinct looks even without clothes. But like my favorite photo out of out of here is is of course that badass um, uh, lion gauntlet <laughs> on that one girl that just looks so cool. I can't wait to see those things in action. They look so sick. Yeah. So uh, the the actress uh, I don't know the actress's name uh, Letitia Wright is playing uh, T'Challa's sister Shuri, who is I guess a a technical genius in in Wakanda, and she makes those panther gauntlets, kind of like. They're not like Iron Man gauntlets, but they look like they can probably shoot some glass uh, out of them. Yeah, they're 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 freaking sick. They look so cool. <laughs> yeah, so well, I think I mean Mike might appreciate this a little more. What they did was they took the whole photo of the cast, and um, I believe that's photoshopped onto a background. But like they at least give us the little character portraits of each person, kind of like a little breakdown. So that's mm-hmm. cool. I think the Black Panther suit has some minor upgrades. It looks a little sleeker in the front. Yeah, it seems to be patterned maybe a little differently, but um, still seems to be uh, T'Challa uh, pretty uh, normally. Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks pretty straightforward, if I was to be yeah. honest. Uh, and and then uh, what you talk about with uh, Killmonger uh, from Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, he does have some scarring, but it's like tribal scarring. Like it's it means something, and it looks like it was kind of like raised skin underneath him. So it's going to be a surprise for people who. Who haven't seen those photos or yeah, anything? Yeah, really, really badass. He looks cool. He like, like you said, textured. He's like a textured person out there fighting for this. Uh, yeah, and, and you know what? If a terrible movie like Suicide Squad can get that Oscar nomination, um, or did they even get? Did they got the Oscar win right for that costume design or makeup maybe. design or something yeah. like that? Like th- this movie looks like it could be on point to getting to getting to there with the way badass they look so crossing my fingers for that one yeah exactly and i mean it's just it just looks so cool it's very of the culture it looks like very very african culture um south african culture looks awesome love it can't wait to see more black panther as we get closer now that spider-man's out of our way thor and black panther are gonna get ramped up on the advertising so we're about Uh to see a ton of that 
lastly, uh, one of the characters here in a portrait is M'Baku, uh, who's one of the villains, I believe, in this movie. And in the comic books, he's referred to as Man-Ape, and he usually, I think, he got his powers from drinking the blood of a white sacred ape or something like that, and like he wears mm-hmm. the skin. But they're not going to call him Man-Ape in this one. Um, That's probably a good idea. Yep, <laughs> M'Baku. He looks, I like his armor, very different color, very kind of fluffy like like you know gorilla fur maybe um but i uh, here's a, 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 a instagram site sent to us by my friend brian of comic ui called uh, accurate.mcu which compares the characters to their comic book portions uh-huh. so uh here we get actually get to see the man ape comparison mbaku on the left the live action versus his comic book comparison and they've made some definite improvements so yeah it uh, looks pretty cool i uh, i love those gauntlets uh that his stature looks like he's pretty big, which is probably going to be the what you're going to want to take away from the character when it comes to, like, powers. Like, he's got to be big and strong. He's got to be an adversary to a guy who's in, like, a big magical suit, you know, mm-hmm. or technical suit. I, we don't really know yet. <laughs> yeah, and he definitely, uh, he, in the trailer, he does hold someone up above, like, by their neck. Like, he is mm-hmm. he's strong. So so that's cool to see some of this Black Panther stuff come to light, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really like Black Panther. I watched the trailer again just to listen to the song in it earlier. Uh by Run the Jewels, uh, so definitely <laughs> yeah, that def- song. That song's catchy, man. Definitely getting hyped for this quote-unquote teaser trailer they gave us. So hopefully we get mm-hmm. something more uh, substantial over the coming weeks. Uh, another thing that kind of popped up here at D23 is, um, is is some news from Ant Man and the Wasp that the character Bill Foster could potentially be in the sequel. Now, do you know who Bill Foster is? Um, uh, it, it sounds familiar. Is he like a? Um is he like does he transform like size? Yes, exactly. He is a he was the giant man of mm. the Civil War era when Hank Pym had gone away and there was no Scott Lang. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it sounded familiar. So he he's he's he actually is killed in Civil War. But in this one it sounds like they're casting an older gentleman to be like maybe Hank Pym's age, like maybe a sidekick who also, you know, was learning about Pym particles and may have taken it on some of himself. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe because, you know, Atman, he seemed pretty nervous about going giant in Civil War. So maybe they're going to touch on that in the sequel where he's just like, hey, I, I got to get a little bit more familiar with going big. And Hank Pym will be like, well, I know a guy that you should go talk to that mm-hmm. knows about getting big. So I also think maybe they could take it the other way. And be like, this is a, uh, a another business partner of Hank Pym who mm-hmm. wants the technology and his, you know, feels, um, I guess, Betrayed, maybe, or maybe. Oh, so you're thinking maybe bad guy? Yeah, because they cast an actress about the same age as, as Paul Rudd, and um, can't think of her name, the Wasp Lady, um, <laughs> who who it, they're both African American, so it's like his daughter, I believe. So maybe it's oh. the, the the children legacies are what's coming to fruition here. Oh, maybe that could work. Like, oh, how come these guys get to be like superheroes, and my daughter doesn't get to be any of that? I do have to say I like the idea of um, maybe having a villain. So, like, so well, we had a villain in the last movie that they also went small. And we had two small people fighting. So it would be kind of cool maybe to go the opposite direction, have a giant man fighting another giant man, maybe, like, downtown or something like that, trying to avoid, like, skyscrapers and stuff. Uh, that would be a cool visual. Yeah, it'd definitely be different. And, you know, since this takes place after Infinity War, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, who knows what the landscape will be like. Uh-huh. I, I still believe that hopefully Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel take place while Thanos has, like, rule over Earth or something like that. So, um, oh, who knows? Crazy. But But it definitely definitely some exciting news for Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is supposed to kick off filming very, very soon. Uh-huh. Because 
as we're going to get into this D23 foot stuff right here. Uh, uh, right, right ding, here. ding, 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 ding. Here's the main event, yes. everybody. <laughs> Chicken, winner, dinner, something. I don't, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War has just wrapped filming literally, I think, Friday night. Like, they are finally done Friday night. That and, means they can edit it and put it out tomorrow, right? Yes, and they did <laughs> tease us some footage, and we're going to talk about that. But first and foremost, Marvel has reached their 10 years this year, Mike. Congratulations. And they have their new logo, which turns the IO in studios into a 10. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, And we were talking about this before the show, but it's hard to believe that the iPhone and Marvel Studios have been in play for the same amount of time here. (laughs) That's true, man. That's true. Um, Marvel feels a lot shorter. Uh, iPhone feels a lot longer away. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but I definitely think it's... (laughs) Definitely, this logo, we're going to see it for, like, the next couple movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. But, of course, the main event was the Infinity War footage they showed exclusively at D23. Oh, man. I and, wish I would have been there to see that. And let me tell you, I spent hours yesterday trying to find this footage <laughs> online. Um, Did you, were you able to find anything? Not even one thing. Just reactions to the footage. No, I, I um, was able to uh, find some screenshots very, very bad ones, and only a few of them. It seemed like maybe only two people in the whole crowd got them. Because if you go on, like, Instagram or Twitter and you search, like, the Infinity War hashtag, it might be a little saturated by now, but um, I was looking, and I saw some people that had, like, looks like they were sitting all the way to the front, but maybe, like, all the way to the left, and they were just kind of, like, maybe secretly holding their phone up. And you don't really get much visually out of there. I think someone got, like, a kind of a half-decent photo of Loki where he's holding the Tesseract, there was a photo that looked like some sort of planet that was destroyed. I don't know if, if, if it was Earth or if uh, it was well, like a different planet somewhere. And then well, I think like half of uh, like an Iron Man armor, but it was kind of cut off. Yeah, so I mean it's definitely interesting because it's my understanding that they use night vision goggles to find phones that are filming. Like, while, like so they, they, they pull people out if, if they're caught filming in this thing. Mm-hmm. Like they go into some extreme levels to prevent this stuff. <laughs> Um, and for probably for good reason, because if it stopped filming that Friday, they probably don't have a lot of effects on. It's probably not a fully finished trailer. They probably need a couple tweaks here or there. But mm-hmm. the hype levels are so large, you, you wouldn't even notice. Um, <laughs> but we have a description here. I'm going to break it down. Maybe put those pictures you talked about a little in, in, in um, I don't know. Uh, context. Context. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. There you go. So apparently it, it opens up about how that the Milano, the Guardians, are flying and they hit Thor in space, like his body. And they bring him into the ship. So that's how Thor and the Guardians meet up. Um, So, and they, 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 it looks like they take him to, Thor guards, takes him to Earth. Um, Also, Scarlet Witch and the Vision are, 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 have a flaming car that's cut in half. Um, You know, the Vision does have the Mind Stone in his, in his head. So that's uh, something to, to be wary about. Thanos is going to want that. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Thanos has some some dialogue here talking about death follows him like a shadow and uh, going like that. Loki is confirmed for this movie holding the Tesseract, which we believe, which we know is a space stone, and we know uh-huh. is on Asgard. So Thor Ragnarok might leak directly into this movie uh, from what from what we get. Uh-huh. Um, Peter Parker, the hair on his arm stand up, so maybe we get to see that spider sense for the first time. Ah, uh, hope so. Yeah. Uh, so we also get to see Mantis with Iron Man, Thor, Doctor Strange, the Hulk, and other heroes as this big aircraft, this big alien ship is is heading towards them. And um, 
you get to see Gamora and the Collector and more Infinity Stones. Uh, Thanos walks through a portal onto Earth, probably the, the Space Stone. And uh, Doctor Strange and Star-Lord start fighting him. Spider-Man swings in. Um, and he's got a, apparently a new suit. Spider-Man new suit. Definitely see that. Black Widow, who blo- has blonde hair. Captain America has a beard. He's been on the run. He is a war criminal. And, um, you know, and then uh, Thanos, you know, grabs Thor and it looks like he's about to squish it. And then finally, Thanos holds up one hand, grabs a piece of a moon, the moon or another planet, and throws it at the Avengers. Like, oh man! So at the beginning, when I said when when they throw a planet at us, like I really meant like Marvel. This trailer, this I don't know. I want to say it was five minutes. I don't think it was five minutes. It sounds much quicker. But like, there's a like he. This is a dire movie. There are a lot. There's a lot on the line here, not just for Marvel, but for all the characters as well. Yeah, and They've it sounds no movies afterwards. So we don't yeah. know who makes it out of here. Yeah, I mean it sounds very very large. So uh, to to be accurate, we're talking about Infinity War like part 1, I guess. You know, there's supposed to be a part 2 coming out, but it's not called part 2. They're supposed to be standalone movies. So I was kind of thinking that they were maybe holding a lot of this big space battling stuff until part 2. I thought maybe part 1 would be more earthbound. So that kind of gives us a little bit more context of how uh, quickly this is going to expand outside of Earth's orbit. Um, so I wonder how you know some of the other heroes make it out there. Um, it's really interesting reading these descriptions because everybody in that whole room is going to have their own descriptions. Uh, you know, you mention it as like a moon or planet being summoned down. I've heard it being mentioned as like comets raining down. Maybe it's a little of both. I don't know. This is kind of like the fun part about like not being able to see the footage. Yes, we want to see it to our very core we wish we were there but it is kind of fun speculating like knowing what's there but we don't get to see it so it's this weird kind of half hype but it's still exciting um i think maybe if they're exclusively premiering it at d23 where it's disney they got the lockdown and everything like you said they got those cameras night vision they're throwing Mm -hmm. people out they might be executing those people that put those pictures up on instagram i don't know disney's a little scary sometimes but maybe they're going to show up to Comic-Con next week and maybe premiere the official Comic-Con trailer because that seems to be a thing now where, like, you don't just get teaser trailers, you know, right away. You get the Comic-Con trailer first. You know, Justice League did that, like, way ahead of time, like a year and a half before that movie was supposed to come out. They did the um, they did the, the Comic-Con trailer, and technically this is going to be even shorter. We're getting this movie in May, yes. so we're less than a year away, so I think think we might get some official footage that I think maybe won't be exactly the same. Maybe this was specifically for that audience that put in the work of getting the D23 and maybe at Comic-Con we'll get maybe a shortened version because if you said like if this was like five minutes or something like that, like a teaser trailer, we're talking maybe like a minute 32 minutes. So who knows? But I mean, that's going to, I mean, that's going to blow everyone away at Comic-Con. I mean, I know Warner Brothers and Justice League is trying to show up Mm -hmm. and really show who's boss, but if you show us Infinity Infinity War footage and you put it out to the world, like, whoo, you better be careful because this all sounds super awesome. I'm really excited. I kind of wish we knew somebody off the top of our heads that had, like, a really dramatic voice and could read this, like, a description like they were reading, like, some sort of audiobook. I bet that's out there in the world already, but uh, I am super stoked. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it would be very, very interesting. Uh, something, I mean, it's to take away from this, I guess, is, you know, 
they asked uh, the directors uh, yesterday, when are we going to see this footage? Like, when, mm-hmm. when is it else? He said soon. Oh, okay. There you go. So maybe the D23 people get it a week early. Comic-Con people get it next week. And then we get the final full on, you know, because people, you can sneak in a camera to Comic-Con. It's easier there than yeah, D23. Th- yeah, that's a good point because I was going to bring that up. Is like Disney, they can lock down D23, but it's going to be harder at Comic-Con. Yeah, so, I mean... Uh, so Comic Con, they finally they show it to there first. They give it to us at the end because there is nothing better than than this. So um, I, I don't know. It's 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 so hype worthy. Like this is not just uh, the Justice League movie. This is ten years in the making. Like, yeah. This is a culmination of almost twenty films and twenty and, and even like sixty characters. And I yeah. did. I was able to find a YouTube link of some of the stuff, the, the leaked screens you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's definitely going to be interesting because I, I they're going to throw everything at this movie, and we're so excited. And yeah, they're literally throwing planets at oh, it. <laughs> the hype levels for this are so real, Mike. If if, if I, my hype doesn't calm down in three hours, I'm going to call a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you might have to. Uh, the closest thing I can compare this to is the first time I came out of Avengers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a similar culmination of like a very smaller number of movies. Uh, bringing to one uh, climactic uh, battle of the, the first Avengers, and now Infinity War, we're getting even more. Man, Chris, I'm getting goosebumps right now, and we're just talking about it, so can you imagine what's going to happen if hopefully we get to see it next week? Uh, yeah. We will definitely be talking about all of that on the show next Look, week. Look, if, so. if we've already recorded the show and they release it later, I, I, I swear I'll do a special episode just on the Infinity <laughs> War trailer. That's how much it means to me. Um, but also we get to see the cast come together in a photo. So they brought mm-hmm. almost all the cast that looks like here on stage. I can't even make out some of them, but like, uh, you know, easily 15 plus here. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm very excited to see this. I don't think is Chris Evans. The only one I don't see in there. Um, yeah, because I, I believe I saw a meme that came out of this that showed a picture of him looking sad and it says, like, when you're not invited to the party or something like yeah. that. So maybe he's busy doing, like, ADR or making another movie. Well, I don't know, a different movie. <laughs> hey, Chris Pratt's not on here either because he's doing um, Jurassic World 2. So, yeah. Um, definitely definitely a lot of characters. Not some it, of the big ones, but, I mean, a lot. And that and it, that's huge. I'm a little worried about Anthony Mackie all the way down there at the end. You know, he's going to be the he's going to be one of the few heroes that are going to be battling Thanos that doesn't really have any powers. So mm-hmm. I hope I hope he makes it unscathed. But uh, good luck, Anthony. Well, we need someone <laughs> to do the quirky quirky lines, man. We need we yeah. need the awkward scenes. Um, but I think after this is all said and done, everyone's like trailer, trailer, trailer. Look it up, look it up. Marvel went and unveiled these huge statues they brought to there to the show. Uh-huh. We saw the Thanos one early on, and there were four hidden ones around him. I even sent it to you. And I'm like, maybe it's the Fantastic Four. Oh my it, gosh! If that would have been true, I would have lost it. But yeah, we, we'd have freaked the fuck out uh, to, to put it nicely. But instead, <laughs> we get a, a the the first look at the children of Thanos, and mm-hmm. this is definitely not the exact children of Thanos we thought we would, that, that they're called in the books because we know Nebula and Gamora are technically daughters of Thanos, so. Uh-huh. You know, of course, Thanos would have more people to do his bidding. So what we get is what's called the the um, Black Order in the comic uh-huh. books. We get four of the five characters. So um, judging on this first, the first photo here, I've got a bunch. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna pull up here. But on the left, we have Corvus Glaive, who is like the main general in the comic books. Uh, as long as his spear is intact, he cannot die. 
Just a oh, fun shit. fact there. Oh, shit. This is getting crazy, Chris. <laughs> yes. Uh, right beside him is his wife, Proxima Midnight. Uh, she's a very skilled fighter, and I believe she has some sort of almost immortality as well. No, this is not gonna. This is not sounding good for the Avengers, Chris. We got Thanos in some army with fatigues. It looks like there, going hanging out uh, in the middle. Then we have Ebony Maw, which we talked about last week, being unveiled in the CGI mo capture. Uh, mm-hmm. He has the ability to like manipulate people through like words and suggestions, kind of like a not quite hypnosis, but maybe. So, mm-hmm. so in the far right is the probably by far the biggest character here, uh, who is actually ironically called the Black Dwarf. So. Um, <laughs> These characters were introduced in, I believe, 2013, a Marvel series called Infinity, written by Jonathan Hickman. And it was a big... I, whenever I read it, I'm like, this is huge. This is written like a movie. It's going to be great. And hopefully they're taking some cues from that because these characters come from there. So I, I definitely think it's interesting to see... To see it's great to see... It looks like they're pulled right off the comic book page. And we have an example here also from MCU uh, comparisons showing uh, the statue of Ebony Maw to the left to his comic book counterpart. And yeah, these ca- these characters are badass. I was telling you before the show, I hope they make the trek to San Diego so I get to see them in person. But they look so cool. And also, you got to remember, like, Thanos is, how tall is he? Like, 10 feet tall? Like, mm-hmm. it, like, it, like at least? So all of these characters are going to be taller than any than any of our heroes. So it's going to be insane to watch to watch this crew fight our heroes. Uh, and they all look super cool. And it's interesting to see like they kind of have like this a very MCU look to them which when I when I'm looking at their costumes and their buckles and everything, you know, you get a little bit of that Asgardian feel, you get a little bit of that um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy feel. Like you can tell that that these badasses are like straight from space. They're here to wreck some stuff. And like I cannot wait to see it on screen. It, like I was not expecting to see this. Uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I wasn't expecting it to be unveiled either because there's technically five. There's one called Super Giant who's not a part of this, but she's probably the least favorite out of all of them. <laughs> um, but there is a scene involving the Black Dwarf. He is sent to take over Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And his fight versus Black Panther is a comic panel I have saved in my phone to send to people <laughs> whenever, like, should, what should I read? I'm like, read this book. Uh, because of their fight alone is, is amazing. So, um, oh, my gosh. It's Chris, I'm so, I'm so excited. The hype. The hype is so thick in this room right now. It's so thick. <laughs> and you know what? What's only going to make it thicker is our first look at probably the prop Infinity Gauntlet they use on the set here. Now, we've seen the Infinity Gauntlet several times. Oh, Chris, you're right. It is making things thicker over here. Yes, it, and it's not it, – like it's – this actually <laughs> – I'm just oh, going to leave it alone. <laughs> But this uh, gauntlet looks a little more worn down than the other ones we've seen. A little more detailed, a little bronzer. Yeah, a uh, little more ornate. A little... Uh, the, the details are... They match up versus the other one. It looks like they just added more detail. But what's interesting is to see the yellow, the mind gem, being the largest one on the, glo- the glove. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't see the green one from this angle. But uh, these photos, the, the two photos we have here, are from Marvel Studios. Like his co- the co-president, I believe. Um, uh, Louis Despacito. So... Uh, the, like, if they're big enough for him to put them on his Twitter when he takes them when he's there, like they're they're huge news. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's our Infinity War news for for the day. <sighs> Man, that is some news. <laughs> and that's just this week. We got a whole nother week of San Diego Comic Con. They're probably gonna drop this on you, Mike. I mean, oh man, there there are posters out there that um, Josh Brolin was signing that had Thanos on it in the Infinity Gauntlet comic book cover homage. Um, not mm-hmm. exactly the same, but updated to the, his 
version that looks great and um, cool. it's just I follow amazing. I follow the artist who did that poster on Instagram. He does a lot of uh, concept art for Marvel. He's very very good. So hopefully I can snag one of those posters too. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they bring him over there. But uh, yeah, that's it for Infinity War. Mike, do you have any questions or anything you want to add other than our hype level is literally through the roof? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to get a get a quote on some new shingles, Chris, because I'm stoked. Yes, that, I like that. That's a good joke. Give you some <laughs> give you some of that. But not only that, we got some Star Wars news. A little bit of Star Wars news. I don't think I mean Star Wars usually the bigger thing, but I figured Disney's like, look, we're we're giving you Infinity War. Let's rain back some Star Wars stuff here. Uh, there's a new behind-the-scenes video that I'll link here. Um, probably not play it. It's got a lot going on talking about behind-the-scenes. Shows some of the characters. Eh, it didn't really give me a whole lot of information. Uh, but what I really enjoy are the character posters that come th- that came through later that shows all the characters wearing some sort of red garb. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of in, in theme with the logo here. And what do you think the red means? I, I can't figure anything out. I mean, when I'm when I think Star Wars and I see red, I the, there's two things I think of. I think of the red lightsaber, or I think of the Imperial stormtroopers, which look really badass. And we've never really seen them get to do anything live action in the movies. I, I think maybe they've done stuff in the Clone Wars, but I don't know. Maybe uh, I guess if I had to speculate, it'd be kind of cool to maybe see some Imperial guards like wreck some shit <laughs> somehow. Are, there are, but we, we, a couple weeks ago, we did have the new Imperial guards, and they are very mm-hmm. red. So. Yeah, so maybe, I mean, obviously red, you associate it with, like, danger, death, blood. This is called The Last Jedi. I think there's a lot of homages here. Seems like this might be the Empire Strikes Back of the Star Wars movie. <laughs> no, they have that. It's called The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but I, the, red, the red imagery is definitely heavy, very heavy, very somber posters. Um, and, and again, it, it's kind of otherworldly to see Carrie Fisher in that marketing material so heavily knowing knowing mm-hmm. she's passed um, very interesting like it's very weird to see if I was going to be honest um, so I, it's, it's great that she's there but I, it's just weird to, to think about when she like she's gone this is it this is her last one kind of deal so uh, hopefully that, that comes out well but yeah so there's some posters we'll show you um, covers the main characters I, I, I was complaining earlier we don't see enough Kylo Ren posters and uh, then they updated it to include him in here. So um, we was going to see him. He's a bad guy. You know, we'll, we'll get to see what he's doing. Come come the new one. Um, also, on top of that, probably one of the most exciting things, uh, at least for, for my wife and our household, is the new Disney slate. Um, they've, <laughs> surprise, surprise. There's Disney news out of D23? Yeah, it wasn't even the biggest news, man. That's the, <laughs> that's the worst part. So they've essentially given us the timeline for the next I guess two and a half years the rest of 2017, 2018, 2019 in kind of like a rough manner here mm-hmm. um, they I guess the biggest thing out of this is the Wrinkle in Time movie is actually happening and we have a trailer to talk about mm-hmm. um, and the I believe the Mary Poppins returns uh, thing we'll talk about here in a second and then there's an untitled Disney tune so um out of these movies here, we see some Marvel ones, Star Wars, Disney, Pixar, so on and so forth. Any of them you're really looking forward to that you didn't maybe think you were looking forward to? Uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, live-action Mulan movie plays out. Um, 
Uh, hopefully it's cool. I, I remember Mulan when I was a kid just because it was kind of like badass fighting and swords and stuff, and what kid doesn't like that? Um, I'm not too familiar with The Wrinkle in Time. I didn't get to catch that trailer yet, so hopefully when we talk about it in a little bit, you can kind of describe me what's going on here. I don't understand why The Nutcracker is becoming a movie. The only thing I know about it, it's always like a play at Christmas time that people like to watch, so maybe they'll modernize that to, to get me excited. Uh, I wish I I wish Toy Story four was not there. <laughs> That's yeah. probably that would probably be my biggest. Eh, I don't know. So so we'll, we'll go through the Pixar movies here. Coco's coming out. Um, Incredibles two comes out twenty eighteen next summer. Yeah, they mentioned that that movie's picking up right where the last one left off. So I don't know if like there are opening scenes going to be them beating the Underminer and then it's going to say like ten years later, but. Um, yeah, I, I think they pick up from it because they say they, they specifically mentioned that Jack Jack's powers are not known to the family. Um, so I think I think it'll pick up and be in that that realm of rebuilding trust with superheroes. So maybe maybe that's where that is. Uh, jumping forward to Toy Story Four, actually has lost one of the two directors, which I think is a great step. Um, John Lasseter, I believe he's the, like the president of Pixar or, or something like that right now, has stepped back from it and just let the, the other director take take reins. So um, I think one vision instead of two directors' visions on Toy Story might give it a little more stability. Uh, mm-hmm. Because John Lasseter, although he's done great stuff, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he let Cars 2 happen. So <laughs> uh, we all know how Cars 2 uh, is. It's not very good. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Um Disney-wise, um, A Wrinkle in Time, is one, it's based on a novel, and I think one of the biggest things to, to, to talk about this, I did not know Oprah was one of the big stars in it. She oh, wow. Starring heavily <laughs> in it. Um, Reese Witherspoon is also there, and um, Mindy Kaling are three of the witches. They're not witches, but like they, they deal with this other universe um, that they can go into. And uh, Chris Pine is the father. So they've got some big names pulling out of Wrinkle in Time. I, it's been a while since I've read the book. But the trailer is it. The sadly, it feels too much like Tomorrowland. Um, I think that might hurt it more than help mm-hmm. it. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to to watching that. Yeah, there is one omission here, and I don't know if it's just because the timeline isn't long enough yet. But there is that rumored third Star Wars story movie, which would maybe be placed kind of right there after Mulan, possibly. So we we kind of know that's going to come, but I don't know. Maybe they've been getting all that kind of nervousness from that Han Solo movie. Maybe they're just not 100% sure if that third movie is actually going to come or not, or maybe it's going to get pushed back a little bit more. Maybe they want (laughs) to rework whatever idea they're going there. But, yeah, that's off this slate. I think, I mean, it's never been announced. So it's never been off the slate because it's never on the slate. Um, I think, to me, they they don't want to tell us our 2020 movies yet. I think Marvel kind of shot themselves in the foot by giving us that big announcement early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we will get a, a an offshoot in 2020, but they'll announce the 2020 movies maybe closer to next year. Um, yeah. Because I we, mean, yeah, they could probably have like this whole big press conference in 2020, you know, starting a brand new uh, decade. You know, you got the the second Avengers movie ending. They got their third Star Wars movie ending. So yeah, they'll kind of need to maybe explain how they're revitalizing and re-jumping this timeline because i mean every logo here is like at least half a billion dollars <laughs> yeah. well, exactly and, and again we know spider-man 2 is set in 2019 but it's not on the on there either because they're still working mm. on it so yeah, and i think maybe sony wise maybe that's why that doesn't pop up there yeah so i mean it, it's definitely there um you know something uh wreck ralph 2 is on there i've never watched the first one if i'm going to be honest with you 
It's uh, good, man. I, I've, it. he- I've heard good things. We own it. <laughs> I've, I've never watched it. <laughs> Go watch it, man. <laughs> um, so, but I think they're bringing a lot of like you know big voice characters into that one as well. They talked about the Lion King. Um, you know, they showed some footage. Apparently, it looks great. Apparently, John Favreau is nailing the uh, feel of the original. Oh, great. Oh, cool. Why, why bring it back then? Um, <laughs> Dumbo is going to be um, Tim Burton movie, uh, and they oh. announced a lot of the actors with it actually. Um, Michael Keaton is in Dumbo uh, as one of the the characters. So I hope he flies. I hope somehow he flies to so keep that up. <laughs> there's that. I also do not see um, Aladdin on here, which we have some news that Will Smith will be the genie in Aladdin. I don't know how that makes you feel. It doesn't offend me. I kind of take the 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 Chris Dillard approach to that. I mean, it makes sense. You need someone charismatic, you know, you know, goofy. I guess he doesn't necessarily have to do impressions. Uh, I'm curious how they're going to render the genie in a live-action version. You know, like, is it going to look like Will Smith, or is it going to look like the genie but with Will Smith's voice? You know, what's going to go on there? I feel like the concept art is going to be like a mile long before they find before they settle on something that they like. So I'd kind of like to see maybe the early versions of that. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. Like, um, uh, it's it's so sad that Robin Williams is gone. If he was still here, I would love him to reprise his role because I mean, like. It's so ingrained in the genie. Like if you ever like see the genie in like a like a offbeat video game or like cartoon version, and it's not his voice, you're just like, oh, this just feels wrong. So uh, I think Will Smith is a great idea. At least it, I don't see Jaden Smith cast anywhere in this movie, so I think we're okay. Yeah, they they had the the main actress and, and lead. I think the actress is the, I think the Yellow Ranger in Power Rangers or the Pink Ranger, one of the two. Yeah, w- one of the female Rangers. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't know the other guy. But then lastly, we get a little tease of Mary Poppins Returns. And we've se- we've shown photos of Mary Poppins Returns on this show that they officially released. I can't yeah, believe it's- she, it. She looks a lot like uh, Michael Rooker. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, you mean Emily Blunt? Okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. well, we got gotcha. you. But zing. <laughs> I can't believe that movie's Christmas 2018. Like that's so far away. That's that's like a year and a half before Mary Poppins hits. So. I mean, are you really excited to see Mary Poppins again, Chris? Um, with Lin Manuel Miranda doing it, I think so. All right. Well, let's cross our fingers. Uh, I, I, I luckily get to see Hamilton this year, so maybe I'll start to get excited once I see a little bit more yeah. Lin Manuel in my life. And then, lastly, Frozen Two, Mike's favorite movie, that is now Yay! going to be the running joke on the show. What? Uh, what? Deal with it, people. We're gonna I'm put, gonna see that movie in theaters. We're gonna put a timer uh, on our website somewhere to count down to Frozen Two. <laughs> so you can always check in how close we are to it. Yeah, but that timer will be dropped as soon as we get that third. Uh, TMNT movie announced hopefully oh, one Lord. day yeah. come on China box office start demanding more turtles <laughs> yeah right get out there and do it so so we got that going for us but next week I, I mean this is D23 news we're kind of kind of wrapped up here however the biggest thing is San Diego Comic Con Comic Con International whatever you want to call it takes place next week um, we have some information on what's going to be there Mike you might get into this panel the Netflix panel um, ooh it's going to be it's going to be a little rough uh, I've been I've been pouring over that schedule, and unfortunately, but maybe in a good way, the Defenders is actually being moved into Hall H, which which is the big infamous hall that takes forever to get in. You got to get in line like the night before and sleep in a sleeping bag to get in there. And it used to be in a smaller room, but still giant in scope. Uh, but yeah, it moved, so I don't think I'm going to be able to see it. But that means that they're showing up with some cool stuff. 
Yes, uh, confirmed for the panels all the defenders and the characters. But they also said John Bernthal is going to be in there. Mm. Now, does that mean he will be part of the defenders and we don't know it yet? Or is it going to be talking about more of his show, which we have the first official poster for that as well mm-hmm. to take a look at here? Mm-hmm. Uh, Entertainment Weekly gave us, I believe this is another Joe Quesada, judging by the signature there. So this is the Punisher poster that they'll be using, kind of promoting the show until it's released in November. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, are you... Are you excited for the Defenders, Mike? Just to double check. Uh, yes, Chris, I am. <laughs> okay. Well, I know you were a little weak after Iron Fist. You needed some rejuvenation. Well, I mean, well, it's just like I just I feel like everyone has located the the pin that pulled out the structure of Iron Fist pretty easily, and it was the showrunner that just uh, ruined it. And unfortunately, I think he's going to do the same thing to Inhumans. I hope not for your sake, Chris. But uh, I, I, I think we can trust the showrunners of Daredevil Season 2 to really uh, bring the Defenders to light. And these directing duos seem to be do a pretty good job uh, putting uh, movies together. So hopefully it'll be the same for TV shows, you know? Yeah, I, de- I definitely do. I mean, uh, it's I, I, they only get better uh, sometimes. And I think feedback really helps them uh, with TV. S.H.I.E.L.D. got better. I mean, after after people were like, oh, it's too slow. It's a... It got better, so I think I think hopefully TV can kick back and respond a little quicker than most yeah, movies if, can. Yeah, if anything, Netflix and TV they're on their toes and they're just like, oh, we can't let another Iron Fist slip through the track, mm-hmm. through the crack. So th- I'm sure this will be a good. I'm I'm still on the fence that Iron Fist and Luke Cage are about on the same level overall uh, so. no I, w- I, th- I would argue that I don't think we have the time but I would definitely argue that Luke Cage at least even if the even if you don't like the back half that first half is better than any anything out of Iron well, Fist I think it's just because it's all together but I mean, we're not gonna argue it but anyway <laughs> I think I think the last two Netflix Netflix really needs to Netflix and Marvel need to pick it up they just got to pick it up and they got to hit us with the defenders as hard as they can and, 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 and knock it out of the park. And hopefully the puncture sounds like it might be good as well this fall. So we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, we got our first behind-the-scenes photo from X-Men Dark Phoenix. I know we're all thrilled to hear that this movie is <laughs> yeah. happening. But it's got the character Ty Sheridan as Cyclops uh, with an official visor for once. Um, after the last several movies where he's just been wearing ruby-tinted sunglasses, um, they give him a visor. So... Hopefully they, since this takes place in the '90s, it'll pick up that '90s vibe and go with it. So yeah, but we we all know the only reason uh, we're even seeing that is because his first official image from Ready Player One, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg's next movie, cropped up online this week, and you know that's all uh, video game based related. You know, so they're hitting that nerd thread there. So um, I I think Ready Player One's got got a lot better uh, chance of being good than this Dark Phoenix movie. I don't know. I just haven't seen a Spielberg movie in like ten years. I've liked so. Oh, yeah. No, that's sadly kind of true. Yeah. So <laughs> I just I don't know. We, we, well, next year's got a lot of ups and it's got a lot of unknowns. So we'll just go into it like that. Uh, if you got some time on your hands, we have the first several character promo videos for The Gifted, the mutant TV show coming to Fox. Um, if I would say anything, skip on down and watch the ones featuring Polaris. And Blink. Uh, Blink, we've seen actually in Days of Future Past. Uh, she creates portals that people can walk through. And then lastly, uh, Polaris is technically the daughter of Magneto in the comics, but she controls magnetism, and they're kind of giving her like a green vibe in this one. So, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm checking them out right now. Yeah, man, it's, it's they're, little, just... they're like 10 second long. They're, 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 like, there's several of the main characters that are stupid, but the ones with the powers are actually the ones that, that, that are cool. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, that's always something that's in the back of my head when I'm watching superhero television, because uh, that budget's always just like, uh, am I going to see super superpowers this episode? Do they have enough money to show me? So, yeah. So I mean, it, so I mean, they're really showing them here. So maybe maybe we'll see them. But um, uh, Fox, I, I mean, they're, they're doing Gotham. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really watched any shows on Fox lately. So uh, yeah, I don't know. You still watching them? You still checking them out? Uh, no, I, I, I've, I watched the two that you recommended. I'm now focusing on our next topic, which is the Batman. The Batman. The Batman is happening. And according to reports this week, uh, the script is being reworked from scratch with the new director, uh, Matt Reeves, I believe, whose War for the Planet of the Apes just came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, they are not using any of the Affleck script they, they had originally. Uh, he's going to write his own, and it's going to be a comic uh book style with noir detective kind of kind of uh, movie instead where hell yeah we need a batman being a detective for once he hasn't <laughs> been one in years yeah i'm, I'm curious if uh joe manganello i think that's how you say his name who's supposed to be deathstroke is he just like am i still gonna be in this movie guys i don't you you guys showed a cool picture of me i hope i still get to be in this movie uh i yeah, i'm not too worried i guess um uh i haven't seen the new apes movie but all the other ones have been great uh so hopefully uh matt reeves can knock this out of the park um yeah but i still want to see deathstroke man yeah i think i don't i don't think they're going he's going to compromise his vision for it so i mean i the, to me this is new this is good news so i'm on board with this one um but also that he to him he's looking for a 2019 release instead of 2018 where we talked about it was like Batman's anniversary and they might do four Batman movies, so I don't think that's ever going to happen in DC anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, unfortunately. So, but I would take a good Batman movie in 2019 over a rushed one in, in 2018 hit a, I guess, a un- anniversary. So mm-hmm. we'll go with that. Our first official image from the series Black Lightning on the CW has landed, and it shows the main actor. I, I, don't, I don't know his name. I don't know much about the character. Putting on, it looks like his uh, Black Lightning suit. The Proto 2. Yeah, surprise, surprise. He's in the very stereotypical CW superhero loft. It seems like every superhero uh, that films in Toronto gets to have their own little loft where they uh, get to be a superpowered person. So This looks just like Barry's <laughs> lab. In, yeah, it does. That's what I was the Flash. thinking. <laughs> uh, they're probably just like, yeah, we, we're not filming the Flash right now. Let's get this uh, black lighting stuff in, in here and, and out of here. So Now, what would be really, really cool... Um, is just, I believe this character, he was a hero in the past and he has to be a hero again. Now it would be kind of cool if maybe in the past somehow he actually did have Barry's office and then he moved out and the building got turned into a police station. This totally, um, just a wild guess. I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah, maybe they need to get a, a better set, set, uh, decorator there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spend a little more money on, um, um, making it look lived in rather than just computer screens with kind of i guess statistics and schematics on them so <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you that uh the tick is coming to amazon finally the the first half of the season uh this uh fall august 25th on amazon uh we will get six episodes now and six more in 2018 uh so um i think i think that's the smart i i, I like to show what i saw and, and releasing them over i guess uh, several six now six later is a great way to keep me enthralled and remember it's still a show so. Yeah, the the suit looks pretty cool. We we've said before that it kind of got updated from that one of those first images that we saw. So looking, looking very bright blue, looking like the tick. So um, I think the there's a lot of studios out there right now that are trying to take that comedy turn. 
uh, to superhero movies because you know that's usually what happens. Uh, something, some, some, something dramatic comes along, and then the comedians come through and make fun of it. So bringing the tick back kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed the new version of him. He, as much as I love the late '90s, early 2000s show with Patrick Warburton, uh, I'm enjoying this one as well. So hopefully, knocking with the Amazon Prime membership pays off, and I can watch this. <laughs> And a news article, I mean, we've been talking about this for several weeks now, but you you broke the news on our Instagram here about this next one. So I'll let you introduce the topic and and subject here. Yeah, so long story short, uh, we might be getting some new projection technology dropping for the next Avatar movie, which I believe is 2019, I want to say. Yeah, I think Uh, so. so. yeah, so we're still we're still a few years away from the next Avatar movie, but I guess James Cameron, being the groundbreaking filmmaker he is, is bringing some uh, 3D uh, 3D glassesless uh, <laughs> projection. So I don't really know how that's gonna gonna work. The only thing I can think of that gives me 3D without glasses is the Nintendo DS. And, but you have to like be looking at it at a very specific angle, and the resolution is pretty low. So I don't know how that works on a on a large scale. Like when you go to the movie theater, do you want to make sure you definitely get the middle seats because the side seats will look kind of weird? I don't really know, but it, it is it is exciting, and I think that makes sense uh, when it comes to Avatar movies because that first one did so well because it was that first movie to really take advantage of like 3D filmmaking and IMAX screens. It was a big event. I remember going to the first Avatar movie. Uh, uh, me and my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, because it was so long ago now, we specifically found like a big IMAX screen that was legit IMAX so we could put on the 3D glasses. We felt a little nauseous afterwards, but we're like, hey, that was pretty cool. And I haven't seen the movie since because I, I don't think it uh, is going to hold up. But we both agreed that we're going to rewatch the first Avatar before the second one comes out so we can have some fresh eyes. But glasses-free 3D, I think everybody's on board with that. As long as it works. Yeah, as long as it works. I mean, it is 2020, actually, before December 2020. So he has three and a half years, or I guess, yeah, three and a half years to really uh, crank out this technology first. Uh, however, I do want to point out the last big technology that was pushed from filmmakers was 48 frames per second uh, with The uh, Hobbit yeah, movies. I guess. And no one really picked up and ran with that one. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's because it just kind of looked kind of uh, weird on the big screen. But mm-hmm. if they want to throw that out on Avatar, they might have to put every trick in the book to make us want to see Avatar 2. <laughs> yeah, I just feel sorry for all the, the theaters that have to upgrade their, their projectors and won't have money to upgrade their seats <laughs> instead. <laughs> so uh, if it works, great. Um, if not, no big deal. I, I, I kind of – I I'm not opposed to waiting uh, – on, if it's not opening night, waiting to watch a movie in non 3D. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so we got that going for us. And lastly, you're not a Doctor Who fan, but a big Doctor Who announcement dropped today. With um, the 13th Doctor has been announced, and it's actually a girl, Jodie Whittaker, has been announced as the 13th Doctor. In a little promo they put on Twitter. Um, Female Doctor Who. Yes. So. Uh, this is the first time I think it's the 13th Doctor and it's finally female and uh, Jodie Whittaker I've heard is a great actress she's in Attack the Block with um, um, the guy who plays oh, Finn okay. I, I have seen Attack the Block it's a good movie and she was good in that so uh, awesome for her yeah uh, a lot of people are saying it's a good thing some people are being whiny about it but it really doesn't matter I mean 
the show's kind of been it, dropped off my it, radar lately, so. It, it is kind of unfortunate that the first female Doctor Who has to be the 13th Doctor Who, which is, you know, usually considered oh. a pretty un- unlucky number, so I don't know, hopefully that doesn't hold true. I would only say I'm a little disappointed just because since I don't follow anything with Doctor Who, I think I saw something on Facebook early this morning before this news dropped that said, um... The guy who plays Moss in IT Crowd mm. might be the next Doctor, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be cool. I really love that guy. I might watch Doctor Who if, if he's the next Doctor." But then, you know, I don't really care. I don't really have a, a horse in this race. But good for Jodie Whittaker and uh, really uh, changing the Doctor. Yeah, I think, I think it's fine. They have a new showrunner starting when she starts as well. I think a, a new Doctor with a new showrunner is a great way to do it. That way, there's no carryover, and they can start fresh and kind of do what they want. So. Um, I, I look forward to them taking on on this for a few years because their production on these Doctor Who episodes is so fucking long. I just don't care anymore <laughs> sometimes. So, so there's that. But that's our news for this week. Uh, got, a, got a full show out of it. Next week we might have a little longer show. Uh, are you going to be back from the convention and charged up, ready to talk about it on Sunday, Mike? Oh yes, I will be here on Sunday. We will we will have our Comic Con special. Stay tuned. Stay subscribed. Uh, find us on our Instagram account at uh, Superhero Slate Podcast. I'm going to be there on the ground floor taking pictures, throwing them up there. So if you want to see things from the convention right from my eyes, uh, you're going to want to follow that. Follow us on Instagram. I my favorite thing on the on the floor of the convention are the super detailed hot toys. Those things are so cool. So I'm going to be taking lots of pictures of those. Yeah, I definitely do. And then you know, if you want to know if it's ours, check for the Superhero Slate watermark in the bottom right hand corner, and you'll know. Came right from Mike, right on the yeah, show that, floor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so hot hot news. Uh, if people want to know what else you're doing other than, I mean, you might post your own stuff on Comic Con. You may not be on ours all the time. If you want to post your recap of Comic Con and, and people can find it, where can they find that at? Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow me at the same thing. Oh man, I'm just running in circles now. This D23 news is driving me crazy. But you can read my uh, my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, save me here. Where can they follow you? You can find me on Twitter at Valdan V A L D A N. You can see my latest pop collection. I got five over the weekend. Ooh, man. Uh, yes, it's big, big, big rare ones for me. Big, big finds. So I, oh, really I just excited. know you're going to be getting the Dark Order and pops here soon. As soon as you can. God, will I ever? That's so exciting. <laughs> Uh, so, um, but yeah, so got that, uh, read my stuff on comic UI and you can head over to destinationcomics.com slash DNN to see the videos I post, uh, or most, I think they're mostly on YouTube. So, um, yeah, you got that going on for me. Uh, Mike, if people want to get their up to the minute floor coverage, I know you talked about it on Instagram, where else can they find us at? So maybe they can hear our show later on. All right, well, let me just crawl through here this uh, this super thick Infinity War hype so I can get to the notes here. Oh, I think I see it. I think I see it. Oh, there it is. Oh, and as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host a show and to get our show notes. We talked about a lot of awesome images today. And if you're not watching us on YouTube and you want to see those images and those links, find our show notes and you can save a lot of time. So you can find us and follow us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe and get us in your email inbox every week. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram. If you want to be sporting some Superhero Slate merch like a t-shirt at your local Comic-Con, you can find that at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. I'll be wearing mine uh, at the convention. So if you spot me, uh, come over and, and give me a hug. I'll give you a hug back, and it'll be a tender moment, and I'll love it. Uh, but if you want to leave us a review wherever you listen to the show, I'll really appreciate that. Uh, we both will, actually, not just me. Chris will, too. I do. Uh, I appreciate we, it long distance. Yeah. Like. 
Yeah, we really love that. So, And also, if you want to be a, a super fan of the show, super easy. All you got to do is just share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week to make sure you do not miss any of this news because, like we said, it's thick. <laughs> it's a lot. There's a lot going on. This is the time of year where everything – like this is the time of year we live for. If, if, if you had to say, when's your busy time of the year, Chris, on, on Super like July. Oh, so. yeah. This is it. This It doesn't get much nerdier than this. And then we'll cool off a little bit, hopefully find some gems throughout the summer. Kingsman 2 will roll up. We're really looking forward to that. And then, bam, once winter comes along, movies, Ragnarok, movies, Star movies. Wars, ooh, it's going to be intense again. But we'll be here every single week, so make sure you're subscribed. That's right. So thank you guys for listening, and I guess we'll, we'll catch you after the con next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. All right. Did we get anything good out of that eight minutes?